0: You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels.
1: All right, welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. I'm your host, Adam Bartels, and with me today we have Nancy Edwards from the School of Nursing at Purdue University. Nancy, welcome to the program. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing well, thank you, and glad to be here.
1: Thank you so much for your time today. Uh, Nancy, go ahead and let's just start off easy question here. Uh, Tell me your title at Purdue and what your role is there.
0: So I'm a professor in the School of Nursing and I am the assistant head for the graduate programs here at the school.
1: And what all does that uh, role entail you as far as your responsibilities? Uh,
0: So that I am actually the director of the adult gerontology nurse practitioner program but I oversee um, all of our graduate programs so all of our masters advanced practice nursing programs And our two doctoral programs, our clinical DNP, um, doctor of nursing practice, and our Ph.D. programs. So pretty busy. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Tell us about the nursing program at Purdue.
0: Well, um, we have um, uh, all levels. So we go from undergraduate all the way through graduate. So we have a baccalaureate entry program, and that's a four-year RN, and you'll graduate with a baccalaureate degree. We also have what we call our accelerated, or our second degree program. And that is for people who already have a bachelor's in a, a different area, who have changed their career plans and decide they wanna go into nursing. And so that is a 15 um, month program where they just do the nursing. And then we have um, master's programs, both, uh, uh, and that includes the pediatric nurse, the adult gerontology, the family practice, Um, and then the psych mental health nurse practitioners, and we also have um, our BSN to DNP, so people who graduate from our BSN can go with one of those tracks and get a doctoral degree, a clinical doctorate, and then we have our Ph.D., which is our research nursing scientist degree.
1: Approximately about how many students are in the nursing program and where do they generally come from?
0: We have um, in the undergraduate, we're pushing close to 800 um, undergrad, and we have about 130, 140 graduate, and the primarily most of our um, students come from mainly Indiana, um, some from the surrounding count, uh, the surrounding states. But basically, we're from Indiana. And the good thing is, is that the majority of our nurses who graduate then stay and serve the residents of Indiana. Um, we do have some international students. Um, and then we have people all the way from California and Alaska also, but majority from Indiana.
1: A lot of times in the news, we see stories about nurses, and it's pertains to a a nursing shortage, and I think the last time I saw some data, it said roughly short one million nurses. Talk about that, what Purdue's uh, doing to address that.
0: Right. There is a a shortage of nurses for a lot of reasons. One, the um, nursing roles are expanding into areas where we've never been before. Plus, um, you know, as a lot of us are getting older, uh, we need more and more nurses, Mm -hmm. So Purdue um, has worked with our community partners to uh, increase our the number of graduates. Starting in 2016, we doubled our freshman undergraduate class every year. So we used to admit about 100, um, 110 every year, and starting in 2016, we um, up that to 200. So we've done that every year, to where this is our final year where we're admitting about 200, and this is the first year that we will graduate 200. So we've gone from a class of 400 undergraduates in 2016 to 800 graduate or 800 students that we will have. Uh, this year. We've also um, expanded our graduate programs. For example, we um, have started a uh, psych mental health nurse practitioner program. We were approached from our community partners with the mental health needs, and so we have initiated uh, a psych mental health nursing practitioner program so we've really increased our enrollment, mm-hmm. trying to increase the number of uh, nurses, mainly hopefully through Indiana, but throughout the nation, because our, our graduates go throughout the whole nation.
1: Gotcha. And with that, I assume with uh, doubling the number of students, does that mean you have to increase faculty and space, and how does that work?
0: Right. We've really had to uh, increase our clinical faculty, um, and so we, uh, each year we've been hiring more and more clinical faculty, which is, uh, has pre- at times presented uh, difficulties mm-hmm. because nursing faculty, are, uh, there's a shortage of nursing faculty um, also. But we've also been working with our, the hospitals and our community partners in ways to where we can have adjunct faculty and things like that, okay. to, that they help us with um, you know, educating the students more in the clinical settings.
1: You kind of mentioned those companies and organizations. Um, What all roles will they have in that? And uh, also major healthcare organizations in the state that help partner with you?
0: Well, yeah, we've really uh, tried to reach out with our community partners. Um, You know, we we use clinics. Our students go to clinics, corporations. um, You know, they do home care. Uh, They're in schools or in private practice. They do research. So we've been working uh, with our community partners such as uh, Indiana University, the Franciscan um, Health Community Network, you know, Eskenazi Riggs, Valley Oaks, um, St. Vincent's. All of them really have helped us in things like um, finding clinical sites. That's one of the mm. big challenges. When you increase your students, you have to have places to train them. So all of our community partners have really stepped up to uh, help us to get clinical sites to train our students, to look at um, innovative ways to give them the education they need. Um, And so we still, even though we've doubled the number of undergraduates and we've increased our graduates, we still have a very high um, passage rate um, for for our boards. And we really have maintained the quality of nurses that really Purdue is known for.
1: You guys have addressed this issue as well, not just in the urban areas, but the rural areas as well, and have some programs out there. Can you talk about those?
0: Yeah. Um, what, what we've looked at is how can we help meet the needs of the residents in the rural and underserved areas? So many of our students get experiences um, in the rural and underserved settings. We've utilized um, our, you know, Purdue's four nursing clinics. In Delphi, Burlington, Monon, and Wolcott, our students do a lot of rotations through there. Not only nursing students, but pharmacy students, social workers, and that type of thing. Uh, we've also um, have been excited in the many of the past years, and including this year, uh, we've received a grant um, from the government from HERSA that provides um, scholarships for. Um, actually this is for our graduate students our nurse practitioners who want to um, work and be employed with the rural and underserved areas so they um, are they get a scholarship they do at least 250 hours in the rural under in underserved settings so that they know the specialized needs of that and then they seek employment into those settings so we've really tied the rule and underserved concepts mm. to both our undergraduate and our graduate, again, to try to help meet the needs of Indiana.
1: And traditionally when we, we think nurses or nursing, you kind of think hospitals, doctor's offices, but nursing is more than that. Can you kind of talk about where else we might find nurses?
0: I mean, that's one of the reasons we have a shortage, and and that's one of the advantages of going into nursing because you can go into nursing and you can um, work in the hospital for a while, and then you know as your your life experiences changes, you can do so many other things. You can go into home care, and uh, you can go you can be a school nurse. You can work in corporations and occupational health. You can have a private practice if you're a um, you know, an advanced practice nurse, you can do research. Uh, we work with some of the people in engineering, biomedical engineering. Um, you really name it, um, pharmaceutical cells, anywhere you see healthcare. care, there's a, usually a nurse somewhere impacting um, the care at that point.
1: That's awesome. Uh, and from your experience, Nancy, um, at Purdue, when you're interacting with the students, undergrads, graduates, why do they want to become nurses?
0: You know, it, it, that's a that's always a question. It, it's so varied. You know, common to pat answer we get a lot is because I like to care for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there is a lot of uh, one-on-one interaction with that. But, you know, it is a field where there's a big demand. Um, it's, uh, there's a lot of opportunities and there are a lot of growth. So you can be in one field of nursing, like in the hospital, and then totally have a whole different almost career in home care. So really some of the burnout isn't there. But, you know, it's somebody who likes to um, interact with people, who like gets some satisfaction from seeing people meet their goals and get better. That's the kind of person who you really want into nursing and the person who really likes to be a nurse. It's a kind of a a people person who's uh, self-driven.
1: That's great. It sounds like something that, you know, you want to have a passion for and, and, and that it's kind of almost like a labor of love, I would assume as well, right?
0: Yeah, it, it's a labor of love, but also it, it allows you for change and growth mm-hmm. throughout your whole career. And, um, you know, it allows, as we get older, the physical demands can change, you know, the mm. demands, the physical demands of a nurse in ICU are a little bit different from the demands of somebody in occupational health or in home care, things like that. So it allows for people at all areas of their life, all physical stages of their life, to still keep active in a career that you love.
1: Is nursing a STEM discipline?
0: Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> you know, we when you look at what the education that nurses have, um, you know, we take chemistry, we take biology, we take microbiology, pathophysiology. Statistics, pharmacology. Um, we take informatics. Um, we work a lot with the engineers. So what we do is we take um, the knowledge from a lot of sciences and we apply it in evidence-based practice to to the art of nursing. So it's both a science and an art, but it it's based really on the sciences. You have to have an understanding. Mm-hmm of the human body and chemistry when you look at how medications work. And you have to have an understanding of, um, you know, technology and engineering when you look at how is the clinic running and how do you, you know, get patients in and get them out and look at satisfaction and and keep workflow. So it's such a broad area and we draw from all the sciences that, you know, um, without science, we couldn't be who we are as nurses.
1: Gotcha. Okay. And um, this nursing advisory board, talk about that and how that works with Purdue and the students.
0: So we, we have a nursing advisory board who is um, made up from individuals in the community. We get a broad um, range of individuals, both like um, in management at hospitals, home care, but also things like banking, long-term care, engineering, and we really count on them a lot for a couple things. One, to give us guidance about, you know, where um, we are going in as educators in nursing. We wanna make sure that the product that we have, the students that we graduate, are actually meeting what's the need in the community, mm-hmm. so they help give us guidance on that. they help us to do things like to find out where where can we get more scholarship money for our students um, right now we're looking at what we need to do to get a new building you know when you have so many students and and faculty we're in different buildings um, across the university, and so they help to kind of give some input about you know how can we go through, um, you know, our fundraising in that area. So basically they're kind of our guidance. Um, We tell them about certain maybe um, items we may have. For example, when we wanted to do the psych mental health, we went to them, got their feedback. Did they think it was a good idea? Did they not Mm -hmm. think that was a good idea? And so they kind of um, are a sounding board for Mm -hmm. our new and innovative ideas. Sometimes they're our voice of reasoning, but they're always, you know, really good at supporting us and um, are invaluable in giving us feedback and um, letting us know what we can do to make the Purdue School of Nursing even um, a stronger program than what we presently are. So we really um, see them as a valuable asset.
1: Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, how important is that to have that available to you guys? You
0: know, it's really important because, you know, if you are not... If you're putting out a product um, or a graduate that doesn't meet the needs, then as employers, they're frustrated. Our graduates are going to be frustrated. You know, we want to put out people who are prepared to be future leaders and to be innovators, and um, they really help us in that. They're they're our sounding board.
1: That's huge. That's huge. Hey, you got an event coming up in September? Tell us about that.
0: Yeah, we um, are having a um, open house. Um, and we're having a couple. The first one is September 17th, and that's at Cooper's Hawk down in Indianapolis. And on that one, we're gonna be kind of focusing on our graduate nursing uh, open house program. So we'll have the faculty down there, we'll have the program directors, and we'll have some of our um, past graduates who can actually talk to the students about, you know, what, what of our programs are like, what do you get, what's it like in the real world. And then we're also having another program um saturday november 2nd and that's here in town at the waltz other pub and restaurant okay. and that when again we're going to be it's an open house where people can come get some information um about um the graduate programs and uh hopefully just meet with some of the faculty and get a feeling about how we interact with students and um you know how close or how good of a fit you are with our program.
1: Yeah. Well, that's great. Is that for current students, prospective students or both?
0: That it's for prospective students. Okay. You know, so anybody who's interested in nursing, you know, they're welcome to come there. If they can't come to that, you know, they can get on our website. We have, you know, information there on that. Um, We also have Twitter, which is at Purdue nurses. Um, And we're also on Facebook, So there's a lot of different areas that they can kind of try to get information. There's contacts where they can contact the advisors. They can contact uh, us for the graduate programs. So anybody who's interested in nursing in all levels um, can get information and and how they can be um, part of our Purdue School of Nursing in West Lafayette.
1: Wow, that's that's some great stuff, Nancy. Thank you so much. Uh, Before we uh, wrap this up, anything else you want to add that uh, we didn't discuss yet?
0: Well, I just want to encourage anybody who who's thinking that they might be interested in nursing but they don't know, give us a call. Um, mm-hmm. We can go and talk to you about, you know, all the various routes of nursing. Anybody who is a nurse already who's thinking, well, you know, maybe I want to go back, you know, and to graduate, mm-hmm. you know, give us a call. We like to talk to people. We like to answer questions. Um, and help people you know, with their career paths if they want to be in nursing and how we can and help them in any way possible.
1: And so, Nancy, if they want to find that phone number or more information, remind us again the website or how they should uh, find that information.
0: Um, the information is on our website at purdue.edu slash HHS slash nursing.
1: Awesome. Okay. Hey, Nancy, I, w- I appreciate your time uh, for joining the podcast today. Thank you so much.
0: Well, thank you, Adam, for allowing us to share a little bit about our program and to uh, hopefully reach anybody who's interested in nursing out there so we'll be able to help them.
1: That sounds great. All right, you have a great day. You too. Thank you. Thank you. A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod. You can also listen, like, rate, and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Anna Bartels.